0: Everything we talk about. However, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can leave answers to our questions in the review section. We do read all the reviews and would love to hear from you. In this week's podcast, we're going to help you with vocabulary. And more specifically, we're going to look at 10 phrasal verbs connected to sport. And we're going to have an argument an argument? We're not going to have an argument. We're going to have a discussion. No, it will definitely be an argument. We're going to be talking about sports and whether it's important to win when we play or if it's more important to participate and enjoy sport. Well, if you don't win, you won't enjoy it. See? You've started already. Leave it for the role play. Ah, yes. Sorry. We spoke about sport in last week's podcast and thanks to all of you who described a sport in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website. Wusanta from Argentina described a sport that I'd never heard of, but Yubemir from Ukraine guessed correctly that it was a sport called a duck or pato in Spanish. You play it on a horse with a stick. I'd never heard of it either. There are a few more descriptions from our listeners on the website. So go to the comments section, have a read and make a guess at the sport they are describing. The podcast is called Understanding Grammar Relative Clauses. But back to the here and now. In this podcast, Rich and I are going to have a discussion about playing sport and you're going to learn 10 phrasal verbs connected to sport. And your task this week will be to use some of the phrasal verbs we introduce to have a discussion with another listener. Before we look at all that, let's look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, we'll give you one more chance to guess and give you the correct answer at the end of the show when we give you a new football phrase. Last week, we spoke about minority sports, and the phrase was actually one that's used in other sports, not football. It wasn't too difficult, though, and quite a few of you got it right. Well done to Alex and Lyubomir from Ukraine, El from Algeria, Lekowang from China and Milos from Serbia. We're going to give you one more chance to guess this phrase, and we'll give you the answer at the end of the show when we have a new football phrase for you to guess. Let's hear it, Jack. The phrase is (coughs) uh, (coughs) is a moment in a basketball or maybe an ice hockey match when the players stop playing in the middle of the match so the coaches can talk tactics with the players. We'll give you the answer at the end of the show and a new football phrase too. I think we need a difficult one this week. In this week's roleplay, we're going to discuss playing sport and whether we think it's important to win. We have different ideas about this and often argue. As lots of people are listening, we will try to keep this as a discussion, not an argument. Is that good with you, Rich? I will try. While you are listening to our discussion, you will hear 10 phrasal verbs connected to sport. Listen out for them. And we'll look at them in the language focus after the role play. While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question is, what does Rich find boring? But you've never done it before, how are you going to keep up with everyone else? It's a running club. I'm not going to be running in races, it's not competitive. If anything, we're running against the clock. You might be trying to beat a certain time or run a little further, but that's it. It sounds a bit boring to me. No winners. I think I'd just give up and stop when I was tired. It's like going to the gym on your own. You need to have some kind of competition to push yourself to keep on going. I've signed up to the running club to keep fit, not win prizes. I know, I know. It's the taking part, not the winning that counts. But... If you're going to take up a new sport and keep it up, you need to have some competition. I don't think so. Imagine I took up basketball. I've never played basketball in my life. I'd play a few games, lose all the time, give up and never play again. That's the spirit. Come on. You need to give it a little bit of time. Everyone starts somewhere. You've just got to join in and you'll get better at it you can't chicken out of something straight away. I'm not chickening out of anything because I'd never join up in the first place. I'm happy with the running club. We meet up once a week, decide where we're going to run. We split up into different groups who run more or less at the same speed and meet up again after the run. Different groups. That could be competitive. You could try to catch up with the group in front of you or you could be the fastest in your group when the others are getting tired and slowing down near the end. You could speed up. It's not like that. Sorry. We don't try to beat anyone. There are no winners. How boring. Did you get the answer to the question? What does Rich find boring? Well, I think running and going to the gym is boring, but mainly I find the idea of sport or exercise without competition boring. It's not about winning. It's about taking part and being outside and staying healthy, not being a couch potato. All right, let's not start all that again. Let's move on to our language focus. You may have noticed we used lots of phrasal verbs in the role play. We're going to look at the meaning of 10 phrasal verbs right now. Remember, a phrasal verb is a verb that has two or three words and often has a very different meaning to the verb being used. Let's start with the phrasal verb to give up. In the role play, I said I didn't like sport that was not competitive because I'd just give up when I was tired. Here, give up means to stop trying to do something. I think Rich gives up too easily. He's lazy. Thanks. We used quite a lot of phrasal verbs with up in the role play give up, keep up with, sign up, take up, join up, meet up, split up, and speed up. We can maybe learn something here. Phrasal verbs with up can often mean to divide. In the role play, I said that we split up into different groups. There are other phrasal verbs like this. You can cut up an apple into pieces or tear up or rip up a piece of paper. A couple might split up or break up. And if you watch lots of action movies, you often see things blow up. OK, so phrasal verbs with up can mean to divide. They often also mean an increase in something. In the role play, Rich said that the runners could speed up to speed up means to go faster, to increase your speed. We also use the phrasal verbs catch up with and keep up with. These are also connected to speed. I said, you can try to catch up with the group in front of you. Here, to catch up with means to reach someone who's ahead of you by going faster. In the role play, I asked Jack, how are you going to keep up with everyone else? Here, to keep up with means to maintain the same speed as something or someone else. Some other phrasal verbs with up that are connected to increase include to go up. Prices have gone up in the shops recently. To hurry up. Hurry up, we're going to be late. And to turn up. Can you turn up the music? I can't hear it. We also have the opposite of this, of course. Phrasal verbs with down. In the role play, Rich said some runners will start slowing down near the end. To slow down means to get slower, to decrease in speed. Some other phrasal verbs with down that have meanings connected to a decrease include to go down. Why do prices never go down? Or Fulham went down last season. To cool down. I've been running for ages. I need to cool down. And to calm down. You're getting angry. You need to calm down. Going back to the phrasal verbs with up, in the role play we used join up, sign up, meet up, and take up. All of these are connected to doing something for the first time or coming together as a group. In the role play, Jack has taken up running. To take up means to start something new. Jack's new hobby is running. That's right. I signed up to a running club. To sign up means to join an organisation. We meet up on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I like joining up with others and running together. OK, that leaves one more phrasal verb we used in the roleplay. It's the most difficult one and the strangest. It's chicken out of something. It means to not do something because you're scared. In the roleplay, I told Rich that I can't chicken out of playing basketball just because I'm not very good at it. Yes, it's a bit of an insult. People might also just say, Are you chicken? It means, are you scared? Hey, Jack, do you want to go parachuting next weekend? Um, I'm busy. Yep, I'm definitely very busy. Are you chicken or what? Right, so, we looked at 10 phrasal verbs from the role play. Listen to the role play again and check that you understand the phrasal verbs we're using. We also have the transcript for this podcast on the Premier Skills English website and a few more explanations and activities to help you understand. Your task this week is to join in the discussion. We want you to argue if taking part in sport is more important than winning or if winning is more important than taking part. Now, we think that everyone will say that taking part is more important because we know all of our listeners are very nice people. So, we're going to make it more difficult for you. You're going to argue with me or Rich. In the comments section for this podcast on the Premier Skills English website, I will argue that winning at sport is the most important thing. And I will argue that taking part in sport is the most important thing. Your task is to disagree with us in the comment section by replying to our comments. Try to give reasons and justify your responses. Try to give examples where you can. And if you can use some of the phrasal verbs we introduced in this podcast. OK, it's time for this week's football phrase. It's my turn this week and I've been thinking of a difficult one. Someone always gets it right though. Well, I don't want to make it so hard that everyone gives up. OK, let's hear it then. This week's football phrase is (laughs) This phrase is used to describe the situation when a player makes a very obvious foul for the benefit of the rest of his teammates. An example might be when a team is losing 1-0 with a few minutes left and the other team attacks and the final defender fouls the attacker because he was going to score. The defender is sent off or given a yellow card. He took one for the team because they still have a chance to equalise. Mm, yes, a very difficult phrase. It's weird because this is usually seen as the logical thing or a positive thing to do, but it is of course against the rules. Write your guesses in the comment section on the Premier Skills English website and we'll announce your name on next week's show if you get it right. Before we forget, we need to give you the answer to last week's football phrase. The answer was a timeout. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Bye for now, and enjoy your football.